previously on Getting Dicey. And suddenly his friend is like dead at his feet. And he uses his movement to push past Gil and make an attempt to run down the tunnel. I'm going to cast Ice Knife. This Ice Knife just shoots down this corridor. It just attacks him right into the back of the, the, the neck. The red brand is down. You can kind of hear off in the distance a little bit. Yes! The foulest of foes approach. You thought you could kill Billy Goblin? Billy Goblin is dead once more. I'm tired of all the violence. I'm, I'm, I feel my courage is lost. I need wise counsel. Sig, how do you, how do, you do it? How do you survive so many battles? I have Cragnol in my heart. That is what drives me. Indeed, you must have come from a mother. Keep her in your heart and your family and your kin. And use that to kill. Hard to hear, but inspiring. We need to do this for the good of the town. As you open the second door, the thing that really takes your notice are the three ruffians that seem to be in the middle of a card game. Oh, wait, what the fuck are you doing here, guys? American sees Sig and thinks to herself, back on his words, using your family to inspire your rage. You've never seen her so angry before as she flicks into the summer and her hair comes to life. She's ready for action. She's ready to kill. And she casts Entangle. You haven't seen your vines do this before. These vines kind of reach up and entangle, but they start, like, growing into his, his, his nose cavity and his mouth um, and, and his ears, and they start, like, wrenching him down to the ground. And he's screaming in agony. The, the red brand in the room is looking absolutely horrified and and he's sort of scree you can hear him just scream out for help getting dicey <laughs> Loris, you might need to unmute yourself for this one so we can no <laughs> there's actually not a lot i can do Really, I'm looking, still looking at the backs of my party. So I'm kind of like, I hear a scream. Sig's still there. I actually can't do squat. I could run up and I could probably run up and push him out the way, but I'm kind of, I think I'm just going to, um, yeah, I'm just going to stand. Because I know this one up here leads to nothing, right? I'm just going to. Um, that what? That's a. Oh, so. Just looking at the map, so in this um, this room up in the top here that we, that we went up into, mm. those is there two doors? Are they two doors there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are doorways. That's a doorway. So and they sorry, carry on. And they seem to be probably the, by just looking at the map from what I can see, they're about the only way that anyone could actually come through if they hear him yell for help. Um, from your knowledge, yeah, that's right. Okay, I mean, all, so what all, gonna, all the stairs um, back up to the uh, sort of the, the ground level behind you. Yeah. Okay. So that's fine. So what I'm going to do then is I'm just going to um, chuck myself in the door, waiting for anything, basically acting as a blockade for anything coming through, because I can't actually get to him without rushing past Sig. Sure. I expect that Sig's got it covered. So I'm just going to kind of protect and be ready for anything that comes through that through that kind of hallway area. Yeah. Um, so act ready, ready to go just in case. Okay. So you're, you're sort of underneath that walkway? Is that where you're sort of in the doorway? Um, unless I've misunderstood the map a bit. 
Um, am I underneath the doorway stood where I am or so am I? So like there's a door and there's like a, pa the passage goes, this is kind of like underneath, there's a little passage leading to this area here. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just sort of standing in the archway. Oh yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, Gil, over to you. I press my back against the wall and I peer around. What do I see? Um, you see, well, first of all, there's there's a red brand dead at your feet. There's another red brand next to him in the doorway lying dead and, and just um, blood is just kind of seeping out from him still. And in the middle of the room uh, behind them is just uh, someone who's who's screaming for help and he's caught up in vines. You can see him struggling against the vines. Uh, I call out and say, you need not die here. Surrender and... Uh, tell us what we want to know. We'll see that the vines uh, go away. Okay. Um, give me, give me a persuasion roll. Yes. I rolled a seven. <laughs> Okay, we'll see how that plays out. We'll, we'll see how that plays out. Um, but actually, I'll give you advantage on that since he, he he's kind of going nowhere right now. So you say it's a 15. Um, uh, is there anything else you'd like to do before we move on to Sig? No? Okay. Sig, it's over to you. You've just heard sort of Gil try and persuade the Red Brand to just give up. You've got a couple of dead Red Brands at your feet. And uh, sort of, and the distance between you and the red brand is basically filled with these these vines that American is currently concentrating on. Indeed, with this knowledge, Sig proceeds forward into the room, so that he can still block the doorway, so that the red brand cannot escape. And as he peers into the room, he assesses to see if there's any other anyone else in the room. Um. No, okay, well, give me a, a per, um, perception check. Six eyes. Uh, six out of 20. <laughs> right, right. I mean, you, what you see, you see um, a couple of, you see, strangely, uh, there are like four red brand, red brand cloaks um, on the beds. But you notice only three red brands in the room. Um, you don't. You're looking around. You don't see any other red brands. Even a naked one. There's not. Not even a naked one. <laughs> okay. So Sig Sigil stay standing, blocking the doorway, and point his blade towards the red band. Resist us and perish. Okay, I'll give. Um, I'll get a uh, intimidation check from you, Sig. Eleven out of twenty. I'm gonna again. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give advantage. This guy isn't going anywhere. So that is that's a crit. Um, and we'll see. We'll see how this plays out. Uh, is that all you'd like to do on your turn, Sig? Indeed. All right. We'll move over to the ruffian. Um, who gets a chance to, to roll a strength check to see if he can break free. But you can sort of see that he's heard this threat from, not threat, sort of like he's, he's heard Gil's voice, he's heard the threat from Sig. And you can just see him kind of 
relaxes arms he, and relaxes. He just kind of relaxes and you can see he's not pushing against it. Um, and he's just, he just says, oh, oh, are we, are we yeah, all right, all right, all right, okay. Reginald's given up, all right, okay, I'll give up. And he, he's, you can see that he's, he's done. We're going to call, um, we're going to call initiative over. Battle's, battle's done. He's showing no signs of struggling. So what would you guys like to do? Reginald, you say. Toss your weapons to Sig's feet there, just to be sure. You're having a bit of a problem sort of doing anything right now, mate. He says as he's kind of like held up by these vines. Uh, American? Thoughts? American would like to rush forward into the situation and see see what havoc her vines had wrought. Yeah, and as you very get, good, very good. As you get close, you see what's kind of happened to one of the three red brains. Um, this guy is just blood is still kind of like pouring out from his head. It's slowing down, and it's yeah, he's not looking too good. Um, and the rest of the room is kind of filled with vines, and will be until you um, base until you say so. My, what a sickening sight! Uh, I I think I have Sig to thank for this. Um, well, I uh, I'm not used to doing this kind of awful thing. Uh, sorry. Um, my gosh. Uh, listen to talk to us. Listen to them. I'm sorry. <laughs> are you Are you going to let go of the the vines, or what do you What do you want to no. do? No. No. So the vines are. But I up. am going to. Uh, relax uh, back into winter as the intensity of the situation has subsided and slight shame sets in it at the vicious moves I have made. Okay. So we'll prepare a reaction in case the red brand moves suddenly. Okay. Um, all right. So yeah. So sorry. So uh, I, I might have missed something. You're keeping the vines in the room, American. Yes, okay. I shall man- maintain the hold on on the ruffian. Okay. However, so, I do not wish to cause him extra harm. Yeah. No. He he seems to be okay. He's just kind of being held, um, almost scr- scarecrow like in the middle of this room. Could you perhaps release his arms, American, so that he might? Uh, relieve himself of his weapons. Yes, yes, quite. Uh, so I shall just wave my uh, my druid staff a little and, and just release the fingertips. Okay. Um, uh, and he he's he's kind of like, uh, oh man, I really place this. Oh, okay. Look, look, and he's just he just kind of wiggle, wiggles his fingers, right? Not going to do much like this, am I? Look, I've given up. Uh, either you guys can come in here and grab my weapons, or you can release your little vines and I'll throw them out. Is he not holding a weapon currently? He's he, he, well. He can he can drop it into the vines. That's pretty much the the most he can do with his his fingertips freed. I suggest he does so. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he, he drops the vine. He drops the uh, his the scimitar. Sorry, the the short sword out of his hand, and it just kind of like 
tumbles slowly through the vines and crashes to the ground. Very good. I, I think you should listen to my comrades here. Sig? Gil? I'm always. I'm always. We need to know how many of you there are. Okay. I, I specifically didn't open up like the little thing that says what the red brands know because I figured you guys haven't like questioned anyone ever. And I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to need it. I'm totally not going to need it. Um, not true. I believe you should check the tapes, Master <laughs> DM. We've tried many times. Like we, we questioned someone. He kind of fooled us. Every person. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they're always agreed. like, we, we do try. You. Fuck you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we, we fail miserably, but we I'd do try. Die. Yeah, we're usually not that good at it, and usually we end up cutting our fingers off or, or doing damage to ourselves, but we yeah. do try. Okay. Okay. Um, and he he kind of – he's pained to sort of give you any information, um, and, he, and he sort of says, uh, yeah, look, there's – it's probably a good, uh, I don't know. Look, I don't know. I've been in this room, right? I know some of the guys gone down to the old tavern, had a few drinks, have a few things to eat, then call it a night in their own little cosy homes. Uh, so it's probably, I don't know. Like, uh, there's probably, well, there's me and me th- two, well, lo- long rest their souls, the two guys at your feet, me, that's three. And then there's probably, oh, geez, another... So, oh, look, somewhere between, uh, it's probably like another 10 of us, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what's been going on here. There's normal, oh, night shift. Oh, what time is it anyway? It must be coming on around 8 o'clock. Oh, it's probably, yeah, I don't know, maybe like normally like a dozen or something, eh? And he's just, he doesn't, he doesn't want to shut up. He seems to um, be stuck in his kind of conversationalist tone. What yeah. is wrong with this fellow? Why are you so calm? We're threatening your life. He's on crack. <laughs> and he just kind of gives Baron at the back just a little little wink. You chase the dragon as well, mate, eh? Oh, I see. <clears throat> I'm uh, rummaging around in my wine barrels here. Look what I found. <laughs> found a little wine back here. Cheers to you, mate. <laughs> Sig is going to keep his eyes on the red brand and cast his head back just for a moment to call for the Baron. Baron, come here. Okay. Oh, just pouring this <laughs> glass. Here we go. This fellow's conduct is most peculiar. He sees <clears throat> his comrades dead in front of his eyes and he's, he's not perturbed at all. Well, if you'll remember the other one, uh, when threatened with death, he just smiled. He What's was happy to die. Mm. Is there any way that I can see if there's, I guess my magic sensing is still going? Yeah. Like 10 it's, minutes? It's still, Has he got magic on him? Or? No, there doesn't seem to be any magic uh, on, on him. They're just very ballsy. Mr. Barry. Ballsy? I'd say psychopathic. <laughs> yeah. Psycho balls. <laughs> Crazy balls. Look, it's going to turn to the... I'm your only friend here. You need to tell us what we want to know. And I cast friends. Okay, using action, choose a creature. That's not hostile. That's him. Um, in a spell. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so 
you need to, I get what's, you have to do a charisma check, right? See how, and you get advantage on it, right? So you just want to, what, what else are you wanting to know from him? What are you, what are you trying to get from him? Uh, I'd like to know with some level of confidence that what he's saying, like 10 or so people is, is right and that there's no one else in this room. Okay. Okay. Well, roll, roll your charisma check just to see how good we're doing. And we'll use this for the remainder of the conversation. Oh. It's a 12. Um, Errol day 12. Yeah. So could you, could you just, could you ask what you're wanting to ask? Look, we need a little convincing here. Uh, it's fairly clear to us that there are more than three capes in there. Uh, we don't know your numbers. Mm. Uh, you don't know that we won't kill you. So you should tell us. And we won't. Look, mate, I've told you all I know, okay? Like, I've been locked in this room, yeah? Playing cards with me mates. Now, I don't know if you noticed, they're dead, right? Okay? And don't you think if there was someone else in this room, maybe he would have tried to stop the death from happening, yeah? But here we are, mm. me, in this room, alone, covered in vines. They're itchy, don't like them, okay? And me mates, yeah? I'm trying to be nice, mate. I'm trying to be nice here. They're dead, yeah? So if you want more information, you're going to have to try a little bit harder. I'm giving you everything I know. Um, it's possible that um, they were playing strip poker because <laughs> one of them's taken their clothes off. Mr. Baron, the bed. I do not know of this game, but I suggest you end this man's life. He is useless. Um, hey, I'll just whisper to you guys. <clears throat> Doesn't it seem odd that they're in a room, there's no doors in there. That other room that we went into, there was dust on the floor, so no one goes through there. So, like, I was expecting there to be more places, more rooms in here for an underground complex. Where's the other door? Agreed. We'll have to search for it. I think I should just kill him. Well, I just find it strange that he seems to not fear death at all. That in itself is very disturbing. Exactly. Is there any way we can extract information from him? I'm not one to suggest torture, but, well, (laughs) I can't think of anything else. Mint your words. Um. I don't want to do it. How else? We've failed at charming him. Perhaps We've we... tried to torture people before and Loros went badly. Loros, come in here and cut your own finger off. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we need to ask him these questions first. And he, he looks over at Gil and he's, he just says, oh man, where, where am I? Oh, there we go. <laughs> ask away, mate. Ask away. We noticed that uh, there are no, that the corridor to the north is, uh, the dust is completely settled. Uh, There doesn't appear to be any other way in. Are you saying that, uh, or could you tell us how people moved to and from this area? Can you give me another Charisma check. I'm going to give you a chance to do this each each roll. He's still, since you have casted friends, it lasts quite a while. If this is the way he treats friends, my goodness. 
All right. I rolled a 22. Okay. Okay. And he looks at you um, with a bit of seriousness in his face. And he's like, mate, you're just looking in the wrong, you're looking in the wrong way, mate. The room that you've just come from, think of it like this. Uh, symmetrical. Yeah. I'll give you that one for free. eh? And he just gives you a little wink. Okay, so over here. Mm, some sort Wait. of hidden area, perhaps? Yeah. What was the other question again? Why doesn't he care about not dying? Oh, yeah. Can you tell us why none of you or your uh, comrades seem to care much about death? Mm, that's a very That's a very good question. Um, look, okay, if you knew who was looking after us, you wouldn't be too worried about the old Deferoni either, would you? Well, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Who is looking after you? Look, I'm sure you've heard the, uh, about glass stuff, yeah? Yes. And maybe you've seen a, a few little... Skelly boys running around, or maybe some other kind of dead creatures, things that shouldn't have been coming back for more. Yeah. Yes. Well, here's your answer. Mate. I don't. I don't know if I need to spell it out for you. But I mean, the worst thing that's going to happen to me and me two mates dead at your feet are they just going to come and hunt you down, mate? You wish to be a skelly boy. I'll be as long as I'm eternal, mate. I don't care. And he's just kind of just like in his seat. <laughs> That's a good attitude to have about death. <laughs> I quite like his attitude. Perhaps now from the Baron's perspective, chop his head off and he won't come back. What's happened to you? What's happened to me, mates down there? Is nothing compared to what is going to happen to you if you keep walking around these places, that's for sure. <laughs> Mr. Baron doesn't, doesn't seem to mind, does he? <laughs> Mr. Baron, end this yes. man's life. Wait! Enough of Wait! Rattle. Wait. What is it, American? Gil, can you please ask your new friend if he knows anything about Iano or Ian, that good old boy Ian? Yes, of course. Uh, do you know anything about that good old boy, Ian? Who? Uh, Iano. Have you come across this name? Uh, no, not that I can... Is that, is, that, is that some kind of secret code for, uh, you know, is this like your safe word or something, mate? <laughs> oh! You wish you knew my safe word. <laughs> well, can we ask him about what uh, Glassstaff is like? What he looks like? Good idea. Tell us more about this Glassstaff, mm -hmm. who I'm sure has his own safe word based on his name. <laughs> um. <laughs> I need, to, I need to bring up some information about what he looks oh, like. Oh, vicious mockery, and he's not even here. <laughs> uh, let's have a look. Uh, hmm, hmm. What does he know about what he looks like? <laughs> um, well, he's uh, he's just like he's just like um, your human buddy over there. Yeah, he's kind of like him. But imagine a beautiful beard. Beautiful, dark, long hair. 
He's a, a beautiful man. Uh, he's a, and he's, oh, and I, all I know is I do what he says. He's going to look after me for as long as I need him to, yeah? You seem quite enamored with uh, glass stuff. Mate, when you hear him talk, you'll know why, eh? Because I tell you what, he's going to make your death seem like the sweetest thing you've ever heard. I need words, to be sure. Hmm. You've done a great job of getting some information out of him, Gil. Right, so you're going to let me go now? What I'm, uh, These things are still pretty itchy on my legs and my back and stuff. Mr. Loros. Right, uh, hearing my name, I'm going to come. I'm going to stride into the room and I push through, um, push past Baron and and gently push past uh, Americans so they don't go into the water. And face Sid, um, Sid Redman, Redbrand. Is this man being a pain? I think we've extracted all we can from him. Looking at Sig, knowingly, understanding what this means, I bring up my axe, and I'm going to slice him that way, making sure I take his head off. Okay, well, give us a give us a roll to hit. Sure. To to be fair, he did not seem to mind if this was to be the case. So, seemed to prefer it. Mm. You're welcome. <laughs> I step back to make sure none of the blood splatters on me. So As roll he's restrained, do you have advantage? Yeah, yeah, you've um, got a, you've got advantage on that. Um, and so you ca- you're kind of just slicing down like across, and we're about to aiming. So from neck to sort of underarm. Yeah, I'm yeah, and- to sort of basically. Take a seat off. Yeah, and you manage to um, cut through, but it's not deep enough. It just kind of leaves like this long gash uh, in his in his side. Uh, oh, sorry, in his, in his front. And he's he's just he's just like, hey, look. Oh, he's like, oh, ow, crikey, mother, so sore. If you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna kill me, mate, get over with. Don't you know how to use that thing? Jeez. <laughs> As soon as he opens his mouth, signal strike. Okay, yeah. And roll roll to hit. 19. Nice. And how are you how are you attacking him? Um Signal drive his short sword into his face. <laughs> okay, and this and your, as your blade comes through, like you've kind of misjudged. Like one of the vines are kind of in the way, and it just comes down the side of his cheek, and it opens up the, his kind of face. And you can oh. see his you can see his teeth uh, and jaws sort of through the the gash in his face face that you've yeah, just made. Um, but he's still alive, and he's just like. Uh, 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 guys, uh, just get over with this is cruelty. Oh my god! I'm going to put him out of his misery. <laughs> oh my god! Well, had he had he been hurt before? I don't, I don't know if he, I, I don't know if he had. He hadn't when he did not take any damage from the um, <laughs> from the vines. No, it was just the vines, just I the suppose. That, and it, was, they uh, yeah, it was the guy that crit failed. Yeah, right. Okay, I'm going to cast Toll the Dead. Ooh. 
All right. Um, Before I'm, I'm just gonna, uh, we've got something fancy for the viewers here. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna. Should I play at the same time over here? Yeah, yeah, certainly. All right, you you do it, and I'll. I'll Okay, I'm ready. All right. I don't know if it has any sound. (laughs) Does it have sound? It does does for the viewers. Yeah, it does. Wow, that looks so cool. It's sick. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> that's so metal. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. Uh, that is so cool. So 1D12. Oh, wow, man. Told the Dead has been... The the bell Dong. has been donged. Um, <laughs> you got donged. You got donged. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A nine. nine um, that looked that a, look brilliant on the stream. Give us another roll since you've got advantage on this. Oh, for damage? All right. Oh, wait, so how, wait a second. Is it not um, roll to hit? Is it just something that hits automatically? Oh, it's, oh he has to um, do a Wisdom 13. Um, ah, okay. All right. Um, by the leave. way, you're, you're, you haven't uh, switched back your camera from oh. Wisdom <laughs> 13. Oh. And does he, does he have disadvantage? <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> All right. Just keep rolling until it's the three, three rolls. <laughs> well, one of them fell off my desk. Come on. Mm. Um, that is. Play it where it lands. He has been donged. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Dong. Unfortunate. Dong. Okay, so. <laughs> There's nine, well, nine like... um, necrotic damage then, I think. Nine necrotic damage. Okay. I think it's necrotic. Good luck coming yeah, back from that. Necrotic. Side. Okay, Jesus. you can see, um, and he's the only one that hears it, isn't that right? So, so what, yeah. what do the rest of the crew see? You're kind of behind them. Do they do they see or hear anything from you? Is there a is there a, a chant or anything vocal that goes with that? No. Well, I think I'll just point my finger at him. Mm. My crystal. I've got a crystal, <laughs> and he will hear the sound of a Dolores bell mm. around him for a moment. And uh, I think he'll just hear just a deafening crunch, yeah, yeah. crunch, crunch and into him. Okay. So and uh, it takes away necrotic uh, damage, takes away their energy, their life force. Right. Okay. Steps it out of them. So. Okay. Okay. So all, all the rest of the party can see is that like, there's like a, a little bit of confusion in me and he's kind of looking around and every time um, he looks there's a little less energy to it is and life in his eyes and he's like looking around and he just slowly kind of like um you thought he was looking relaxed in that vine before but somehow he now just kind of like manages to complete his entire body is fully relaxed and he kind of slips down into the vines and and is and is dead we should dismember this man <laughs> jesus <laughs> I, uh, we could burn him. I have we'll a suggestion. Him. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, I suggest we use some of some of these heavy stones and tie them up and uh, drop them into the cistern. Well, I believe Brian overhead doubles in necromancy. What would you suggest to prevent him coming back? Will that well, could... suffice? No, I think they would just emerge. Possibly as skeletons later on. Um, just depends down, how. Yeah, down. maybe, maybe that would slow them down. But it depends how powerful this necromancer is. They, he could bring them back as fully alive, undead. Mm. <laughs> so I have no idea. Sick. They might not just be skeletons. 
I do have some oil. We could pile the carcasses and burn them. Uh, what about the well, oxygen? Well, I've already down made here? some kindling. Mr. <laughs> Baron. Oh, what about the oxygen down here? We don't want to fill it up with smoke. Perhaps let's finish searching the place and then we'll deal with the bodies after. Yeah. Let's just um, crush their heads, maybe crush their heads with a stone. <laughs> if we remove their heads from their bodies and he reanimate and they become undead, do they need their heads again? Can we not just separate them and they won't find them? Really, it matters you know, how powerful he is. He can like regenerate entire heads if he's powerful mm. enough, I'm sure. I, I think it would be fun me. to take the heads. I'd take them with you. Yes. As a, as a memento. I think perhaps the alive red brands will be more of a threat than these dead ones for the meantime. Yeah. Yeah, if they come back as skeletons, I mean... Can I take the I, My suggestion is to squash the heads. Okay. No, I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> Laura, that one. I'll do this one. And sick jumps. And can you give me a can you give me a strength uh, strength check on that? So so while Sig is jumping, I'm just going to put my foot above it and literally just stand. Like so, basically pop my foot on his head and then stand up full weight onto his head. This okay, should get, just crush it. I'll get a strength roll from you as well, please, Loris. Right. Um, Sig, Sig, you're kind of you've come down on the head of the one that was invaded by like vines. There's almost nothing inside his head left. So even with the strength of a of a third to roll of a thirteen, his head just kind of pops in like a like a hollow like a hollowed watermelon, like just the shell of a hollowed watermelon. And it just yeah, there's there's basically just like liquid inside his brain uh, inside of the, his skull, and it just squirts out to the side. Uh, you've got one headless red brand, and with a roll of fifteen, Loris has followed suit behind. He's instead, instead, this one's still got like a, a full cavity of brain and sinuses and all that kind of stuff. And he's having to put a little more weight into it. And there's a little bit of like a, a pause. <laughs> For dramatic effect. And then just like, it just like pops out <laughs> to the side as he pushes down with all his weight. Um, you guys have kind of covered this area of the room and like blood wow. and brain and... So I'm used to distinctions on the vines. What was that? This is, uh, I, was, I was just saying I'm used to dissections, but this pretty much is uh, giving me pause. I'm just going to have a drink, <laughs> of, drink of wine. Has, and has, this this, has this distracted Merkin's concentration enough that the vines are, are now fading? She seems quite disturbed. Well, she has gone back to her winter self. So. <laughs> Merkin, has, have, you, have, you given, have you stopped concentrating on these vines or...? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So. Um, oh wow. What, what you what you what you've sort of as, as Loris's weight comes down on that skull, you hear the pop. You kind of hear um, someone like the this, the door that you entered this room. This kind of like you can hear someone on the on the um, sort of scratching or grabbing the door handle, um, and. You can just kind of hear coming from there. You thought. You really thought. Thanks, Random. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's 
It's <laughs> jeez. All right. And Sigle yell out, our nemesis approaches, ready for battle. Um and in through the door bursts <laughs> uh our good friend Billy Goblin, but he looks a little different from the last time you saw him. Instead, um he's looking a little shorter. And the reason he's looking shorter is that he's got his head underneath, uh, sort of cradled under one arm. Um, so he sort of stops at the neck, his, and there's nothing on top of his shoulders. And under the head, he's, he's holding his head. Um, ah, okay. Let's give him an entrance. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need like a, a little jingle and like, do, 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 Billy Goblin. Um, <laughs> And uh, um, he sort of he's kicked through the door and he steps in, and he he's, he yells, "Where is the armored one? You know I'm here for you." <laughs> uh, and he and he withdraws his scimitar. Um, he's, so he's got like his head under one arm. He's got a scimitar in the other. Uh, and I will get a. Uh, once I just delete everybody's rolls from the last one, I will get everybody to give me an initiative roll, please. Click on your tokens, everyone. Click on your tokens. <laughs> just reminding. <laughs> I roll a two. Yeah. Four. I'm just going to sit back and I have rolled a five. <laughs> no one's that keen to engage. Yeah. <laughs> no we've, 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 beat, we've beaten this guy twice already. Come on. Fittingly, it's like Sig has, has led the initiative. Very All good. Right, that's, that's, quite apt. that's pretty good. Mm. Um, so I just want to thank Random Origins <laughs> for bringing uh, Mr. Goblin, I like to call him Mr. Goblin, uh, into this world. Um, <coughs> it's, it's amazing. Um, so we'll go to the top of the order. Sig, you've just heard from behind you um, the call from Billy Goblin. You recognize the voice straight away. And you turn to see him holding a short sword, sorry, a scimitar in one hand and his head in, underneath the other. So Sig recognizes his foe at the sound of his voice and immediately travels as fast as he can using the correct tool and roll 20, <laughs> nimbly maneuvering his way past his friend Gil to the closest he can be to Billy Goblin. Mm. As he reaches the limit of his stride, he whips out his bow, which is a, a stolen short bow from the goblins he first encountered. Maybe yes. it's Billy's. We'll see. <laughs> and he looses a bow arrow straight into his chest. Cool. Give me a roll to hit. All right. 17 to hit. Yeah, and so um, that's definitely a hit. Can I use my bardic inspiration if that's still active from that, last week? That lasts an hour, is that right, Gil? Uh, ten minutes, I oh, believe. Ten minutes. No, unfortunately, the 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 talking to the red brand and the popping of the red brand's heads has indeed cut into your time there. Indeed. <clears throat> All right, so that's four damage. Is that right? Yes. Poor damage? Yeah. We're about to be aiming for poor Billy. The center of the chest. Center of the chest. Um, it kind of, it does hit, but I don't know. It's, he seems a little stronger in that area. And while it, uh, while it 
clearly looks like it's given him a little bit of pain. It kind of bounces back off onto the ground. Um, uh, and he sort of looks back at you and says, You're going to have to do better than that this time, yes? Um, As a and- bonus action, Sigul call out, You will be well practiced in death, foul one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a witty comeback for him this time. Damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna wake up at like three a.m. and go. Ah, it's too late. Um, it is. It is Billy Goblin's turn, and he kind of uh, leaps over uh, the Baron, leaps right over the top of the Baron, um, and runs into the like, looking eye to eye with Sig, and he just sl- slashes with his his scimitar across. Um, where is he? Where is he? Across Sig's front. Um, and he's rolled a 12. Yeah, that's nothing. That's no- I, I already know that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it scratches across Sig's his shield as he, as he manages to parry it away. Um, and the, the goblin looks up at him and says, Ah, you've gotten a bit quicker than last time. Billy will make sure you pay. <laughs> I will pay death in kind. Uh, and it's Gil's turn. It all started with a goblin on the floor. Sig felt a hatred he had never felt before. And so he'll make him pay each and every day until that Billy Goblin is. No more. Yes, that's fantastic. And I cast Bardic Inspiration. Perfect. On the Sig. Okay, great. Uh, and then I turn to Billy Goblin and I say, Billy, why are you hobbling? And I hope he considers himself viciously mocked. <laughs> Really? Really? <laughs> what are you, a hobbling goblin? Yeah, Come on. <laughs> um, and that's a, it's a wisdom check, isn't it? Alright, that's you managed to you managed to cut him deep with those cryptic words. Um two damage, okay. That's all right. Two psychic damage. Two psychic damage. Um and he's like I think the fact that it rhymes with goblin is what's really doing my head in. Ah! And he's. <laughs> it's no fun if I explain the joke, of Billy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it moves over to Mirican. A very frightening sequence of events. My goodness. Well, I should like to do something I'd, I would like to ask to make sure it's allowed, but I believe. I can use dual welding as wielding as a bonus action. Yeah, so if you if you attack with a light weapon like a dagger, you can attack twice. As long as you've got two daggers, right? Uh, would I be able to attack with both a dagger and a scimitar? I don't I'm not sure if a scimitar is classified as a light weapon. Um, let's have a look. It'll something will tell me. <laughs> Uh, just to do some uh, just his type weapon. Um, <laughs> it's a weapon type of weapon. Very good. A scimitar is light. It is light. 
Okay, cool. Oh, All right, well. we'll, we'll go with we'll go with yes then. So, uh, what you've rolled th- three times? You've rolled three. So uh, three sorry, times? I didn't. I didn't realize times. I was rolling <laughs> thrice. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll t- we'll I shall call out. We'll take your first scimitar roll, but give us a dagger roll as yes. well. And with that, I shall call Three out. You stay roll. away from Sig. <laughs> okay, so with a roll of uh, 10 with your scimitar and with a roll of a 13 with your dagger, um, the goblin kind of just like is hot steps it out of the way of both of your, uh, of your attacks. And his focus has been sort of switched over to you. And he, and he kind of just says... Oh, you're a fiery one, aren't you? Oh, looks like Billy's got new people to look after this time, doesn't he? <laughs> that went poorly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Baron, it's your turn. You've just been leaped over. You've been leaped. Yeah, that was pretty You've been fancy. Leaped, son. <laughs> <laughs> Is that new terminology that I'm not up with? All the kids are saying it. I don't know. You got leapt. You've been leapt. <laughs> You've been leapt. <laughs> It's kind of like um, you know, you know that kind of game, that leapfrog game. You've been leapt. Yeah, you've been leapt, son. Yeah. Everyone, <laughs> all day. You got leapt on. Lips okay. Son. <laughs> well, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna put my um, shirt, my wine, under my shirt, and I'm gonna reach into my pocket and pull out some powder. It's an innocuous powder, and as I blow it, at straight at Billy's. Armpit head. Oh, uh, I'm, it's uh, I'm casting uh, poison spray. So he's going to have to do a Constitution saving throw of thirteen to beat them. Oh, he failed. You guys are Ooh. doing some damage to poor Billy Goblin because his head was so close. Yeah, I hope yeah. that spray of poison is very accurate and only centered on his head. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, so four damage. Okay, great. He's he's just kind of. Uh. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> uh, crap! What was this? You might um, want to get that cough checked, Dragon. That was my acting cough. <laughs> Very <laughs> convincing. Uh, now I'm going to bring my wine back out from underneath my. Shit. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, that's good. Your, your wine has been protected. It's good. And uh, I'm going to walk away, and that's all. <laughs> okay. Um, Loris, over to you. Um, I'm, I'm a bit frustrated. Every time some enemy turns up, I'm in the other room. Jumping on here. Every time I turn my back, it's like, enemy here? Ah, oh, they're in the other room. I'm like, what's going on here? I'm supposed to be the dude that's killing people. I'm a. <laughs> He's just busy in the other room, stomping on his like he's trying to make wine. Like an absolute monster. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not enjoying this. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not enjoying this. Now let me slowly pop that guy's head. I must know. I did enjoy popping the guy's head. There we that was go. Kind of there we go. <laughs> that was satisfying. But hey, you pop a guy's head to like popping a grape. Of course, it's satisfying. <laughs> it's like bubble wrap. <laughs> so what do you? Once yeah, you there's pop, nothing. You can't stop. That's right. Once you pop, you can't stop. You know, you've done one. You've got to do them all. Um, anyway, hearing the commotion um, in the other room. Um, Laura, and hearing what sounds to be a fairly familiar voice, yeah. I'm just going to charge, screaming all murder. I'm going to barge past Gil and Merican and face up to said goblin. 
and I'm going to do what I do to all goblins, and I'm going to chop them in half. Now, what are you? Because that is what goblins require. Are you aiming for the head? I've I've chopped off his head previously. (laughs) Well, that was sick. I'm going. That was his head. His head is here. I'm going through the middle. So I want down his. I'm cleaving. I'm going straight through whatever I want to literally like in two. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay, roll to hit. In twain. All right, here we go. Yeah, in twain. That is correct. Cleft away. I love that word. Cleft away. Here we go. Cleave away. I roll 11. <laughs> Fuck me. Ah, <laughs> that's awful. Yeah, that kind of just like misses down. Right, like it was a perfect. It was perfectly aligned, but you just gauged the distance wrong, and it just kind of like swipes Man. down in front of in front of Billy Goblin, giving him just like a, a, a fresh, like, breathe, like a, a gust of wind against him. <laughs> ah! Like, no. Mm, mm, it's a cool breeze. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, it's, anything else from you, Loris? I'm just going to stare at him. Disappointed, <laughs> disappointed in myself and really fucked off. Yeah, you're a little, little <laughs> defeated by him, I, I feel. Just, yeah, he moved. I'm, I'm sure. going. I want to hurt him. My camera is so totally not in the right place, and it's annoying me. Okay, uh, Sig, we're back at the top of the order. Back to you. So Sig is looking upon his foe in disgust, <laughs> and he goes to swipe his sword. Sword this time, hacking onto the the shoulder, which is carrying the arm, in an effort to lop it off. Ooh. And then, as he attacks, he's going to quickly attack again, kicking his action surge ability. For a double attack. Okay. Also using bardic inspiration as rhythm throws through his body in a rhythmical choppy chop fashion. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, give us two rolls to hit. We'll do both at the same time, yeah? Sig rolls 20. All right, well, that, you're, you're... And an eight. Well, your first, your first attack... Um, hits, but your second swipe back across him fails. But it fails because he's dropping to the ground. Um, <clears throat> how, how, what were you wanting that, that first swipe to do to him? So the, with the first swipe, he wanted to sever the arm at the shoulder. Yeah. And so, then if it does so, as a bonus action, he'll kick the head away with a sweet stylish <laughs> boot move. Okay, so all in one... Sweet, really amazing moment, Sig. Your blade sort of cuts through his arm and it sort of lets go of the head and the head starts to drop, but the hand sort of drops with it and the whole arm drops with it. And as the hand and arm hit the ground, it sort of lobs the the head back up a little bit as as your foot follows through it. So it's like it's served up like a drop kick for you. And you just boot. Six scores when he wants. Yeah, yeah. And Love that boot, it. and that, that, that kick sends the head sort of flying into the opposing wall. Um, and Billy Goblin is dead once again. Third time. Third time. Um, One more for the popping, Loris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe it is splattered against the wall, so. I didn't yeah. say splattered, I just said it had hit the wall. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'll splatter it then. It's a new thing. It's a new thing. I have to do it, right? And Murican said I could, so yeah, I'm yeah. not one to disappoint. I, <laughs> I shall focus on Sig instead. You've saved me again. It was a team effort, Murican. must be the necromancer's influence. I fear that our 
movement through the space has been slower than perhaps we should be. Mm. If we're getting repeatedly assaulted by these fiends, we must search and kill in quickness. True. Is there? We have been here for a while, and at some point those other people are going to come back <clears throat> from the, the bar. Is there any way that I can bar this door? I mean, you've got a room full of barrels and, and stuff sort of Dead at body. your disposal. There's, no, <laughs> there's, there's no way that I can slide. Uh, there's nothing that you can put a piece of wood through. Or no, there's a, there's, a lock on, there's a lock on the door, but obviously you guys don't have a key. Um, no. But, the, I mean, like you could definitely – the door opens up into the room, so you'd absolutely be able to block it with things. Shall we quickly do that? Can we check the bodies? Yeah, yeah, uh, Absolutely. Of Reginald and his friends to see if they have a key on them. Yeah, yes, yeah, certainly. Oh, um, so on the on the the first one you search, um, it looks like they've each got little belt pouches that that's that's holding something. So uh, the the first one sort of in the in front of the one that's had its head popped, the only one with a head basically, um, has uh, has sixteen silver pieces and seven gold pieces in his little pouch. Um, the the one that it was absolutely violated by by vines has a in his pouch as 12 silver pieces and five gold pieces um and the third uh in the in the room that's that loris has popped his head the one that was kind of calm through most of that situation he's got three gold pieces um and two small garnets uh little, little nice valuable stones in his in his pouch and a small small little packet um, of what looks like red sand. Um, red sand. But that's that's all you find. Does anybody recognize this red sand? I'd say... Can I have a look at it? Or? Yeah, yeah. Um, why don't you give me a history check, Baron? Oh, we're going to... Okay. Um, here we go. Found the button. Uh, 18... <laughs> Oh right, yeah, yeah. So Baron knows this powder all too well. He's he's heard tale of it, but he's never actually come across it before. And this is this is known as traveler's dust. Does um, it smell good? Uh, well, I will tell you what, it's if you want to get high, this is the way to do it in in Faerun, That's for sure. Um, right. I'll bring up some information about it just so so you can probably hear me. It's moon sugar. <laughs> it is indeed. <laughs> um, so you know what this is, Baron? So yes, I mean Brian. Is. I'm so sorry. I uh, got Bri- your name wrong. Brian, yeah, thank you. Yeah, so you know that it's an incredibly addictive drug. Um oh, it's just a single grain of the drug placed into your eye and letting it dissolve will get you will get you high, basically. Um uh it does, depending on, on your use of it, will give you sort of trembling hands. Maybe sometimes a little bit of slurred speech, um, but the most telling sign that you're, you're a user is that the eye you've placed it onto goes blood red. Right. Um, so why should Byram have this? It's very dangerous his... stuff. <laughs> um, the stories. Well, I better that, hold on to it. The stories you know about this is that, um, it's the people that would use this were said to to be walking the crimson road. Hence, hence the name Traveler's Dust. Traveler's Dust. Mm. So what sort of dangerous is this, Brian? Um, well, it's uh, it can be poisonous if not treated carefully. But, um, I think in the right hands it can do some good. <laughs> um, I'll look after it for now. And Sig, you know, I think... 
Sorry, Sig, what you oh, find what you find on Billy Goblin is yet again just another another health potion. As Sig inspects Billy's body, he will get his knife and cut off one of his fingers oh. and put it in his pocket. <laughs> oh, nice. Hmm. Okay. All right. I'm writing that one. And down. Do, do they have any uh, useful weapons on them we could avail ourselves of? They each just had your typical red brand uh, short sword with their little, it's kind of like uh, a red sort of pommel on each one. There's nothing sort of new about these. Right. Yeah. I, I, something has occurred to me, Brian. Uh, mm-hmm. You seem to have a fondness for necromancy. Now, how can we trust that you will not admire this necromancer's work so that you wish to become an acolyte of his? Are you on our side? Well, yeah, of course I'm on your side. Um, that yeah. didn't sound convincing. <laughs> well, think of it this <laughs> way: like we both we both study necromancy, but I am moved by people's political leanings, and it seems to me that although this place is supposed to be a new type of government, that's why <clears> I came here. It's just the same old type of government where people are the strong people are crushing the weak and. and Squeezing them for all their money. So no, I'm not. I'm not enamoured by this guy at all. Mm, this comforts me greatly. Thank you. But I could learn some tricks. <laughs> <laughs> I would vouch for the Baron. He did not need to come on this journey with us, but he has been nothing but uh, of assistance to the group. I feel. I agree. I, I think you are a good man, Brian. Very kind of you. Thank you. Shall we proceed? If we're all talking about the Baron, I will have to mention that he has currently 12 texts in my book, so that's pretty good. Ooh, that is, that is, that is many. More than I thought. <laughs> uh, should we do something with this Billy's body? Perhaps this is the one that we want to weigh to the bottom of the system. Can we burn it? If anyone comes back to life, it's Billy, isn't it? I think we should burn his body. He seems to be coming back to life uh, with full capability. That Mm. is the most troubling. A skelly boy can be dealt with. He still has his body parts, though. So he was still carrying around his head, and it was hacked off. Mm. If we all carried around a piece of Billy's body... (laughs) Would he not just come back in separate parts? He could, he could come back as a torso if we had all his arms and legs. <clears throat> Can we not weigh his head down at the bottom of the cistern, burn his mm-hmm. legs, yeah. and then maybe chop his torso into three pieces? Yeah, That would absolutely. surely make it difficult to re- reanimate. Yes. I worry we do not have time for this elaborate <laughs> Yes, procedure. there is something very time-consuming. <laughs> Put a stone in his mouth, chuck it at the bottom of the cistern, <clears throat> set his body alight or his legs alight, and I can hack his body up. All right. Um, well, we do need to find an exit, so maybe someone can hack we... away while mm. we do that. <laughs> yes, there was doors in the other room. Let's divvy up some work here. So, Loris, I think you're the one to handle Billy. How about someone blocks this, or maybe a couple of people block this door, just in case people come back quickly, and I will investigate over here where we were hinted at that there would be a secret door. Okay, can you? We'll start. Can you give me a um, a perception check then? 
Okay, not investigation. Oh, give me an investigation. Sorry, yeah, let's do investigation. You're, you're lovely. Um, a twenty-three. Okay, with a twenty-three, oh. there's there's nothing unique about this area of the room. There's no like there doesn't you you can get in there. It doesn't seem like there's any kind of secret um, nooks or doors or anything really. It's it's just uh, it's just oh a wall. Were we tricked? So, um, uh, can I check up here? Maybe is that only the area that you mean? Yeah, like you can see that in uh, basically. Let's just say you've 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 done this night a three by three uh, block of. Oh okay. Yeah, so you've checked all down this wall here. You've checked this wall as well as uh, the wall down uh, ten foot down, and there's no there's no sign of any sort of door in that area. Well, I'll continue over here then. I'll just let everyone know that there's no door there. Mm. No door here. <laughs> Signal search to the north in the dusty corridor. Okay, cool. So as as you walk through, you kind of notice again the only footprints in the dust you can see were were your own from from earlier and and Gills. There doesn't seem to be anything uh, else of note. Um, however, stop stop right there. As you um, walk onto this section of the, of the flooring, I'm going to need to get a, a a wisdom check. Sorry, a perception check. Eight. Okay, with an eight, you notice a little too late that the that the place you've just stood on uh, creaks. And, and, and someone s- played a trap card. <laughs> no, <laughs> the game played a trap card. Um, and and before before you notice, there's a the, the floor beneath you just sort of opens up. Can you give me just oh. a um, an acrobatics check? Just to oh see. dear. seven. Oh. Unfortunately, with a seven, the weight of your armor kind of just pulls you down. Um, and as this kind of trap door beneath you opens, you fall a good 20 foot down, down into just like a, a fl- uh, into a flat pit. There's no spikes or anything. You're just, there's just a, a bit of concussion there as, as you do take 2d6 uh, damage. Um do you want me to roll your damage, Sig? Just appeared. Yeah, indeed, you roll it. I'm feeling pretty bad right now. All right, so it's just, it's just six, uh, six damage, six falling damage there. Um, but you are 20 foot down. Um, and that's, no one's really, I don't know. Can I get a, can I get a perception check from people just to see if they've, if they've heard? Anything? Was there a sound? Sig will cry out like a little girl as he falls. <laughs> well, I'm a weighing that much. I'm a weighing that much. Falling twenty feet would make a fairly big clattering. Yeah, but you think. got you guys are all working to move mm. barrels and cutting up bodies and and searching. What are we wrong? Perception. Yeah. You guys have all rolled. I have rolled a paltry nine. Oh, nah. I got perception, a four. Perception worry. Let's hope Loris hears something. Uh, Loris is involved in what it does. I wrote a four. (laughs) (laughs) I'm focused on chopping up Billy Goblin here. (laughs) You guys have all like focusing hard on on what you're doing. Whistling while I work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll 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 see what happens with that, but we'll let you guys continue with what you're doing for now. We'll go back to Sig shortly. I would like to try to secure this door. I have an idea. Okay, I'd like some help. I can help. Uh, do you know how to rig a trap? 
I, I have had some experience with traps surviving in the wilderness. Uh, I have some oil and I have a lamp. And I suggest we rig it so that uh, the oil will fall onto the, the flame of the lamp should anybody try to enter. Mm, that sounds very dangerous indeed, but worth a try. Cool. Can you um, both give me a survival? <laughs> Can you give, both give me a survival check there? I shall roll for survival. Is this like the bucket of water trick that you put on top of the door? <laughs> yes. Bucket of water trick, but n- taken up a notch. <laughs> it's like the chalk eraser trick. Nice. I've rolled terribly yet again. A six. You, man, you guys have just got like a streak. <laughs> a seven. Um, I'm going to be nice to you guys and just say that adds up to 13. Um, oh, <laughs> what is that? Which is teamwork. John, John didn't try by himself. He did specifically ask for help. So it's a mm-hmm. joint effort. Um, and they've, they've put together a rudimentary trap. They're not 100% sure how good it's going to go, but it is but it is set up. I should like to draw the attention of everyone in the room and point out we've set up a trap that works with fire. So just be aware <laughs> fire over here if you do this over here yeah um baron can i get one more investigation roll from you as well we're sick he should like to put this in his book i imagine Mm. i thought he would be involved in the the oiling (laughs) if he purchased a lot of oil we could have used some of that it seems like a sick thing to do you know getting oil yes where is he let's have a quick look here uh, sorry i'm just having a look at something all right so you investigate that kind of that wall as well and you, you're just not finding anything you're, you're really scouring this is mm. this is for that whole kind of area um mm-hmm. across this wall and up this wall and you just you just haven't found anything you've you've looked and you've looked Nothing seems to be standing out. Strangely enough, like y- you feel like it's a little less dusty in this area, but you just you can't find a, a thing. I think I'll just keep searching. Okay. Even around here. Um, but yeah. Okay. Because cool. I've been given a clue. I might have been tricked, but okay. I'm going to keep going until I we'll come really back. Really By this point, yep. you guys have noticed Sig's missing, and you you, you you do recall that there was. A sort of a metal clangy sort of noise that maybe wasn't anything to do with cutting up buoy or stucking up uh, barrels and setting up a trap. Sig um, wonders what's around his himself. There's there's nothing down there. there. There's like there's like one skeleton down there. And some scratch marks on the wall near him that obviously he'd, whoever that was had tried to get up, but there's other than that, there's nothing. Sig's gonna yell out, Crap! Help! Sig, <laughs> <laughs> where are you? All right, so Be I mean, careful where you, oh, where you stand. Shit! <laughs> um, Gil, you can see in front of you just like a, a, a two by two sort of. Um, oh, sorry, I guess a 10 foot by 10 foot uh, hole in the corridor in front of you. You can see kind of up against the, the north and south sides of the wall, like a few inches of um, of where I guess you could make your way around if you if you wanted, if you tried hard enough. Like it doesn't, the hole doesn't go right to the wall. wall. I see. Mm. Um, is it 
Wait, could you yeah. draw it out? Oh yeah, I can draw, I can draw that for you. I shall follow Gil. Seg, what happened? Seg! Bastards, Bastards trapped me with their floor moves. <laughs> um, are you guys okay? <clears throat> Be careful up there. We're fine. From How this vantage point, can I see Seg? Yeah, yeah, from the edge of the pit, you can see, you can look down and see Seg. He seems to be about, he's at the bottom of this 20 foot sort of drop. 20 foot? Mm. I turn to American and I say, do you have anything that could get him up? I, I'm afraid my soap and sealing wax is not useful here. Yes, yes, well, I do have some rope. Surely ah, that rope should, is should a help. great idea. I should carry some of that around. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, let's throw down the rope and see if... Uh, Sig, we've got some rope! Throw and it down. And she throws the rope. She throws the rope down to him. And says, Gil, grab on to the rope, that is. I will try. This is going to be hilarious. <laughs> the fear of you pulling up a fully weighted man wearing plate armor. This is going Terrible. to be awesome. Perhaps, perhaps <laughs> could, I don't know. Do we have anyone large in our company that could help? He's definitely have a goblin right now. So. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I mean, yep, so if you guys are wanting to try and pull Sig up, we can get a combined... Um, we can try. ...combined strength roll between you two. Would you say it's just athletic? This is this is strength. Like, <laughs> this is this is nothing but brute strength trying to pull pull Sig up out of the um, out of this hole. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunate. I don't oh, think Joe, oh, okay. Joe. Oops, I rolled, I rolled that's right. twice. That's right, with the... Uh, with that combined roll, fifteen and a nineteen, you guys managed to get um, Sig up out of that hole. Uh, pretty, pretty simple. As we do, I high five Medikin. Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, and we'll give we'll give Baron one more investigation roll. Oh, okay. And this is this is going to count for the entirety of this room. Uh huh. Oh, okay. <clears throat> fifteen. That is that is just enough. That is just enough. What you notice is over uh, here is is um, you, you've noticed now that you've noticed that there was a clearing of dust. You can sort of make footprints oh. out a little bit more that, that are going towards this spot on the wall. You kind of um, start pushing and finding uh, where the best knock on it's a little hot, more hollow than anywhere else. And as you push, you open up a a sort of uh, entranceway into into uh, what looks like a hallway. Ooh. How is uh, how is Sig doing? Well, Sig lost six HP. So how's Sig doing? Oh, not as young as he used to be. Shit. Oh, it's pretty, pretty not great. Um, I gotta admit, I did find a health potion on that um goblin fiend, and I'm pretty tempted to use it unless anyone else is in dire need of it. That would be super. Not I. I prefer to ration such things, but if you feel you need it, go ahead. Hmm. Your wise the words potion. cut deep, American. I understand. Drink the potion. Drink the potion. Drink the potion. If I could hear a Loris, he'd probably be telling me to drink the potion. <laughs> Restraint I, is, is a war scholar's greatest skill. 
You got me in that one, American. What is she? Like the little angel will, sitting on your shoulder? <laughs> I will retain the health potion, but I will um, have it at the top part of the pouch in my hip. Whether I need it, it'll be ready. So what you guys can see now, either side, the north and south side of this, of this pit, there is enough walking space on each side. So you can kind of see that if you chose to go towards that door, you would absolutely make it to the door. I'm just going to say, Laura, tell the others I found a secret passage. Actually, let's go to Loris. What have you done to Billy? Please. Okay, so, <laughs> so, oh, no. In <laughs> all this time, I've had plenty of time to play with Billy. Um, I've collected his head from the, from the wall as to where it, um, where it landed. I've stuffed a rock that I found by the assistant into his head, and I've chucked it at the bottom of the assistant, so it's gone down. I proceeded to hack him limb from limb, so his arms are thrown and strewn across all parts of the room. And... Um, just for the fun of it, um, on top of these barrels here, I've um, placed separate parts of his body. So his torso has been chucked into, got chopped into three, and I've placed it on individual barrels. Okay. Well, just in the barrels, the, if I could open the lids. Just for the fun I'd of it. I'd happily plant them in the barrels, just for the fun of it. He took no pleasure in the task, but he did get creative. Absolutely not. It was gruesome, but I thought I'd be creative. But he did there was no pleasure taking it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, looks like Gil's drunk his invisible potion again. Oh, no, there he is. Okay. <laughs> I suggest um, we uh, convene in the center of the room to discuss. Um, does not. this, uh, this, what is it, like a passageway, does it seem like uh, it's well-traveled? Um, yeah. It's not dusty? Or? No, no, no. Look, you, can, you can see that it's been, it's been used a decent amount. Okay. I'm just going to tell um, everybody mm. I found a secret passageway and it seems like it's well-traveled. It's probably the way that they uh, make their way in and out of the filthy cavern. I think we, we should go that way. We should follow them and hack them down as we find them. Agreed. Mr. Loris, would you like to lead? Is the path um, lit, Baron? Byron? Um, it's Brian. Brian, Byron, I'm <laughs> I'm always impressed me. when you know my middle names. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's written across your, the front of your hat, isn't it? <laughs> it's on the inseam. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know what you're referring by that. I don't know what that means either. But it's on my underpants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a um, spare torch, Mr. Loris, if you need one. Sure. I'd, in fact, I'd rather um, if the torch was behind me and so I was lit. You know, <laughs> casting a big cast, shadow. Cast a massive shadow that I can still see <laughs> forward. It's more imposing that way. Mm. You can't see I if you're casting uh, a shadow. We... Uh, there's light, the light surrounds me, right? Not how that works. I work. Uh, the, we have discovered a trap in the other corridor, so please proceed carefully. Mm. I think that they have made this a secret place and they walk up and down here all the time. So hopefully they haven't trapped it. It's possible they have. But Let's go this way. Indeed. Okay, well, I will take rear guard position. 
Just in case you go first. Oh, I will proceed ahead of dear Brian. Thank you. Gil, where are you in this uh, this this troop of <laughs> adventurers? How wide is how wide is that um, pathway? Five foot. And, okay. Uh, built by children. For in, children. Yeah, built by children for children. In the middle. Oh, I'm so sick of imperial measurements. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> is that I don't know how wide it is. <laughs> a foot is in meters. <laughs> I don't know. Is it like two point one? It's like ninety meters. centimeters or something like that. Half a no half way. a hippopotamus, right? No, a foot one, is like twelve no. inches, which is one it's one rule or something. One foot is thirty centimeters. Yes. Yeah, foot is thirty one, centimeters. So therefore, we have no choice. We need to go single file. It's one hundred and fifty centimeters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll have to go single file. I'm probably wider than most of you, so I'm probably touching my shoulders against the walls, but probably dusting the walls. As yeah, you know. dusting the walls off. You know. Okay, cool. So you guys, you guys, let me know where where you guys are going, um, and I'll slowly mm-hmm. make things available to you as you get there. <laughs> well, we're now all into the whole corridor. <laughs> cool. so here this, we go. This, this corridor is um, it's it's lit pretty well. You can see that it was clearly used for for a lot of thoroughfare. But as you sort of get closer to where you're going, you can sort of the smell of I don't know, it's just kind of like a rotten a rotten smell. You can just kind of notice it in the air. Mm, pleasant. Can't be as bad as those those popped heads back then. <laughs> <laughs> They'll make their own odor when they're finished, I'm sure. Ooh, what do you see, Laros? I see what looks to be a cave of some sort, but I'm not sure. There looks to be a bridge up ahead. Cool. I'm going to go to a bat there and poke my head around to sort of see what's going on. Let's let's, let's reveal where you guys are at right now. Whoa! (laughs) That was was a good reaction. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) there's, there's There's no one in this room at all. Not that you can see. There's a cold... You can feel the... Actually, you can't feel it. You would have felt a cold breeze if it wasn't for the fact that you can see stacks of sort of like wood and and barrels, um, what looks like just open empty chests, uh, kind of just blocking uh, what looks to be like an, an entrance. So I'm just going to like... We're looking here. This. this is... Oh, no, there. Right. This is completely blocked off. Okay. Um, and you can only imagine this was... Um, what was stopping you from entering in earlier? You know, you got you the tunnel that led in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so I'm just gonna, I'm okay. just gonna step out to here and let the others come past. Yeah. As as you sort yeah. of step out, the, the the smell of of that that rotten smell kind of sinks in a bit more, and you can you all recognize it as just like the smell of of death, of like decaying flesh. Smells like dead goblin. Yeah. Mm. There's a nice uh, big um, crevasse that divides the cavern and it's flanked by two uh, rough stone columns um, that support this 20, the 20 foot high ceiling. So it's a little bit high. It's a bit more roomy in this area than it was in the other parts of the, of the sort of cellar that you've been through. And there's two arched wooden bridges that span across that chasm. 
So it seems like a natural cave rather than a, a castle. Or... Yeah, yeah. This is this is. It looks to be like a natural cave. Yeah. Um. And stinky. American, you you can kind of just. There's a, there's like this weird feeling uh, in the back of your in the back of your mind, um, and it slowly kind of solidifies itself more and more. Can I just get a? Can I get? Um, sorry, it's gonna a witness. <laughs> can I get a witness? Um, can I get a? A check against the. Can I get a deception check, please, from you? Deception, deception. Yeah, a deception check. Like this. I have rolled a nine. All right, with a with a roll of nine, the kind of feeling that you get in the back of your head, and no no one else is aware this is going on, but the the whispering there's like a whisper that sort of like solidifies itself more and it turns into a voice that you can hear uh, just in the back of your head and it's saying uh, 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 why are you guys here uh. does anyone hear that what do you mean American? this crying the man where is he um, and again, you just hear like a. No one? Uh, are you here? Are you here to feed me? Are you my food? Uh, no one's hearing that. Your ears must work better than us. Which direction is it coming from, American? I don't know. It's scary. Some kind. It's talking about food. If only we had some cheese. Is it loud? <laughs> Is it a human voice? I don't know. Hmm. What do I do? It stopped. Some kind of magic. Brian, can you detect anything? Um, I'm going to start casting detect magic. It's going to take 10 minutes, so you just got to be a good person. <laughs> no help. Mr. Loris, let's find it. It might be that good old mate Ian that we heard so much about. The good old boys. Where, where is the voice coming from, American? I don't know. It stopped. Um, and so it stopped. You, you feel that sort of numb kind of feeling at the back of your brain yet again. Um, and the voice seems to be clawing into into your mind a little bit, and it just says, uh, "You were cast. You were cast out like uh, like me. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna be really delicious." Uh, so something wants to eat us. I. Do you see anything? She's just looking around wildly, trying to spot what could be making these horrific, horrific noises. Can I see anything? Can I perceive anything? 
Um, give me a perception check. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. 24. Natural 20. Okay. 20. All right. That's that's a really, really uh, important role. Um, Panic has amplified my abilities. Okay. So you kind of, you kind of look around um, the room. You, you sort of start to the north. And as you, as you kind of look towards this pillar, um, something doesn't seem right, but you don't see anything. And it's not until you kind of look away again that in your peripheral vision over towards that pillar, something kind of, you notice there's, there's a creature of some sort. But it's, at the moment, you're only kind of seeing it in your peripheral vision. I call out to the others, the pillar, there's something there. Okay, and hearing hearing that, hearing that you've sort of pointed out, um, it's a a rather ghastly looking creature has has appeared, and he just quickly kind of scuttles, um, where are we? quickly sort of scuttles back behind behind the pillar and out of sight. You've you haven't he's not within your sight right now. Loros has an action he wishes Loros. to take. I, I, I just have a simple question for the DM. Yes. Would you recommend we question this creature? That's not up to me. <laughs> that is up to you guys, not me. <laughs> it was purely, I, purely for the comedic sake. But I, <laughs> recommend, I recommend that you role play what Loris would do. Mm. They would not just, enjoy just this. Given the, given the earlier um, harassment for not questioning said potential enemies, that it might be worthwhile checking that we, you know, what you would recommend. I can't recommend a thing here. There is no. That's okay. There's no wrong option. Okay. I'm busily. Um, have has everyone seen it? Did Did anyone else see that? At the moment, only only you have seen it. Uh, there's something there. What are you pointing at, American? It's a shadow. It's a shadow. It was in my head. You clearly. I'm going to run towards it. Uh, Follow me. I'm going to look over in that direction. Okay, so as as you run recklessly across that bridge, the bridge starts creaking, and the wood starts snapping. Um, Can I? Oh God. (laughs) Um. Can I get a, a dex check from you, please? Yes. I have rolled twice again. <laughs> oh, oh, I've only rolled a thirteen. Yeah, and unfortunately, that that bridge breaks under the weight of you as you as you run across it, and you find yourself falling Ooh. down. You calling me fat? You can you wow. can tell as you fell that it was it was basically rigged to fall. Um, It'd be so great if you. That's a good the save there, Reagan. Yeah, that's a really good save. <laughs> Do nothing, <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your bridge. Um, and you you fall the twenty foot down. Um, oh, another twenty foot drop. drop. Twenty foot drop what? down into the crev- crevasse below, um, taking two d six damage. Sorry, but not even Loris can save you from that. Is how did Sig only take six damage from two d six? You got a one and two a five. D- one and five, two oh, and a four, okay. three and a three. Right. I was There's so many options. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
D6. Ooh. I've taken like, 10. Oh, ouch. That's painful. You land kind yeah. of, you, you land awkwardly uh, and yeah. do some oh, decent, decent damage. Um, so you've kind, of, you've kind of landed oh. prone in just a bunch of, uh, a bunch of rubble. Um, um, you are rubble. Like you are literally rubble. That was a bridge. That was a fall. Sig will call out. Loris, grab her. Quick. <laughs> I can't reach 20 foot. <laughs> it's okay when it's a reaction and I roll a net 20, but I'm sorry, but she's falling after running out or running away. <laughs> I'm yeah. busy scribbling my um, ritual. I, I stopped in my trap. <laughs> the fuck? Just ran huh? and then fell down a hole. Yeah. Um, Indeed. I'm just screaming and wailing, get them! Ah! Um, We're still not sure what you're saying. I'm telling us to get either. <laughs> my ankle, my arm, my ribs, my back, oh, my leg. Oh. Um, American was pointing at something, right? Can we try and see where, where she's pointing at? She was pointing to behind this, um, this pillar. She was pointing here. Hmm. Um, can I... American, just just so you're aware, it seems to be like extra cold down in this sort of the crevasse that you've fallen into, sort of almost unnaturally cold. That's good. Rice, rest, um, yeah, rest, depression, <laughs> elevation. Wouldn't she enjoy Do the I... cold? Given she's in a winter mode right now, I, um, I don't know. What 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 you can what you sort of landed next to though. Um, not it doesn't look like it's fallen from uh, from off the bridge, but kind of maybe ten foot to the north of you is is a is a is a person that's that's looking um kind of it's like half eaten um oh and you you notice that he's wearing what looks like um like a a, a woodworker's kind of apron um and you re- Jesus. and you remember the story of the woodworker from Fandolin. oh um, yeah the woodworker that we're missing he was, yeah. You remember that he was killed by the Red Brands and dragged off, um, mm-hmm. and you can only assume that the body, lying sort of five, ten feet out of reach, is is the body of of that man. The horror! <laughs> Quick, we must get her out. No, get the beast. There's a beast. Um, can I also just get a perception check from you as well, uh, American? This time I shall only click it once. Cool. I have rolled a 16. Cool. With a 16, you can see sort of past past the body. You look past towards sort of further down the crevice. And you can see that underneath the other bridge, there seems to be some sort of like chest of some sort. Sort of like, it looks like it was purposefully sort of tucked out of way. How fortuitous. The least of my worries. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to die down here. <laughs> Um. Signal call to the Baron. Baron, can you see her down there? <clears throat> um, good question. Is <laughs> <laughs> she okay? Yeah, you can see she's twenty foot down. You can see the the, the sort of the sides of the chasm are sort of like um, five. The, it's kind of it's not a not the heavy angled. It would be probably quite easy to climb up out of this crevasse. It's just the fact that it's a big climb, not a steep climb. Hmm. So I'm just going to call back. It looks like she took a bad fall. Are you okay, American? 
No, I'm not fine. There's a beast behind the pillar. Get him. Okay, I'm going to look at the pillar. He's in my head. Okay, yeah. can, you, can you give me a um, can you give me a perception check, uh, Baron? Okay. I got a 12. Cool. This creature isn't in its kind of ethereal form anymore. Ever since ever since Murakin rush rushed for it. And what you can see is just like the sides of this kind of fleshy uh, almost it looks kind of bipedal but you can just see the side of it it's bony these bony arms with there's like a bony arm with claws sticking out from around one of the pillars can you give me a, a deception check as well deception mm. okay i got a 21 cool you feel you sort of feel like a, a little numb sort of sensation in the back of your mind as well but as soon as it you feel it it sort of it sort of dissipates oh You've you've okay. pushed you've man, you managed to sort of concentrate and push that out. But what we'll do, what we'll do is we'll take a, a five minute break here, um, and uh, I'm just going to yell out, "Get out of my mind!" <laughs> <laughs> Sigwell will go forward between his comrades and call down to American. American, are you okay? No, no, there's a monster <laughs> up there. I'm going to put my hand on Sig's shoulder. And whisper and point over there behind the pillar. Absolutely. Tube. Point his eyes over towards the pillar with the enhanced shoulder tap from his friend, the Baron. Yeah, can so can I get a, a deception roll from you, please? Indeed. Sig rolls a 16 for deception. All right, you feel a bit of like a, a numbness in the back of your mind now. And um, the, there's a, a slight whisper that's sort of repeating in the back of your head. And, and soon enough, it sort of clarifies a bit more. And you can just hear, so your people, uh, your people taste pretty good to goblins. There's the foulest of creatures within this cabin. Be on your guard, everyone. Loras, take to the north. You'll taste Everybody pretty good to me. What? 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 I'm going to put my hand back on your shoulder. I'm going to say, it's all in your head, Sig. The voice is in your head. Shake it off. The real creature's over there. Sig will rattle his nerve and look across towards the pillar. And can you give me a perception check as well? A perception with enhanced shoulder tap. <laughs> you, you can't Perhaps really, a nineteen. You can't really see anything from your position. You can't. You can't really see much happening from over there. You can't really see what the others have seen yet. There is um, certainly okay. something afoot. I'm going to point, keep pointing. So hopefully you, you'll spot that, Gil. But uh, I'm whispering and pointing. Try to understand what. The Baron is pointing at? Yeah, can you just give me a perception check as well, please? Perception. I rolled an eight. Yeah, I mean I mean this whatever's whatever's back there is clearly kind of keeping itself hidden behind this mm. behind this pillar. Um clearly hidden. Clearly clearly <laughs> hidden. I'd like to step forward and try to help Mirkin up from the chasm. 
Yeah, yes, certainly. I'll get, um, let's get like a, what have we got? Maybe an athletics check from, from Mirakin to see if she can sort of get up to a point where she can grab your hand. Um, while the, the children are playing around looking from a distance mm. and, and trying to pull themselves out of, um, of holes, um, Loris is basically just going to walk towards the pillar seeing no one has been able to see past their own faces. And I do want to remind you that that bridge isn't there. I will jump it. It's like an eight foot. Oh, I could literally step across that. It's an eight foot gap. It's yeah. tiny. You can I jump it. My acrobatics, surely he'll have to roll his own. By the way, my acrobatics was terrible at a nine. <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm a little bit more acrobatic than you are or athletic or What's... dexterous or something. I don't uh, Throw me anything. I'm just having a look at, at the, the movement jump thing. It says your strength determines how far you can jump. When you make a long jump, you cover a number of feet up to your strength score. Uh, Piece of cake. If you move I can jump 17. Oh, okay. Wait. <laughs> it's an eight-foot jump. I measured it before. Okay, cool. So I can, I can jump and walk to there yeah, and go, hello, you... monster in their head. Yeah, and before you get to right next to him, so basically as, you, as you're making the jump, this creature sort of, um, you get a glimpse of it and it quickly sort of retreats up and you guys nice. all just see this, this disgusting kind of singular eyeballed, it's like an, almost like a rotted away uh, cyclops or something, like, a, like an emaciated looking cyclops. But, but not, it's chicken. It's, yeah, yeah, and... and um, yeah, it's not exactly the the most confident. It's no challenge in that, um, but it's but it's it's backing away, um, and you kind of hear in your head, Loris, you're mm. like, ah, ah, keep away, ah, you're not food like the others. Just to check, you know, you go to a black screen when you do that, don't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to call out to the creature. Okay. <laughs> Dead silence as I'm calling out to the creature. <laughs> Wait. Wait! You're different. Like me. Um, he gives a big toothy, toothy sort of grin. And he says, uh, where are we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, do you, what do you mean? You're not like uh, others. I feel and I understand. Um, can you give me a deception roll? This time, I rolled a 13. Yeah, and you, you now sort of are, are experiencing the same, the sort of numbing sensation in the back of your head and this, this whisper before before the sort of whispering begins, you feel it kind of really grab hold of something within your mind. Um, and he, and the, there's a whisper that turns into a voice and, and you can hear within your head, different, you mean the noble? And there's kind of sarcasm in that, in what he said. The noble is different. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, did you say perception or deception? Deception. <laughs> sorry. Deception, sorry. Yeah. 
Is it the same? I rolled deception. Oh, it was a plus three. What is your deception? Um, <laughs> deception is a plus five. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that's, it's it's kind of I, I can retract that if you like, but it's up to you. I reckon you don't, but I'd like to follow up. Yeah, sure. You understand that difference. You understand that's not real, right? He's sort of quiet, um, and that voice in your head sort of is is back. It's, uh, you're confusing me. While Gil stalls the monster, I would like to quietly draw out my bow, if possible, and take aim. All right, so you're still at the bottom of the crevasse, uh, crevasse yeah? Hmm. Yeah, so like you probably... I don't I still don't get the update on whether I got out of the crevasse or oh, not. Oh, sorry. With a with a roll of 9, you couldn't quite get up to to reach Gil's hand for assistance. Ah. So yeah. I'm still at the You you are you're still still down there. Cool. <laughs> Mr. Gil, what do you make of this beast? Do we slay it? Uh, I prefer we talk before we try more drastic measures, but allow me to parlay a, l- a moment longer. Indeed. Please, we can... Perhaps we are not so different. Um, we know not these red brands. We know not you, but uh, we want to learn. We want to understand... Oh, not them. What am I doing? We don't. We don't. <laughs> 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 we'll come back. No, wait a second. Sorry. I, the wrong things were touched. Um, <laughs> Woo! Right. Yeah. Um, it's past nine o'clock and all things happen here. <laughs> uh, he just, he, he, he's no longer in your head and sort of speaks out loud for the room to hear. Um Oh, Nancy, this is where I'm going wrong. What's, what button am I looking at? There we go. Uh, the, the red brands, they want you dead. Um, they've, because they want you dead. I want you dead too. Why do you want us dead? Uh, I, I owe them. They feed me. American Why? calls out. He said he wanted to eat us. And I try to haven't, come. Haven't the red brands brought you to me? I try to come, our group, and see if everybody will allow us to continue the, the conversation. Can we hear what he's saying, or is yeah. that all in your head? That that part was all out loud. So you literally oh, heard okay. he wants us dead. You heard that the red brands want you dead, and therefore, and he that he wants us dead. He wants you dead. Yeah. Can I tell what kind of a creature it is? Um, is it dead? Give me no. He's he's not a um, just a, smelly. He's let's have a quick look here. Um, give me an, give me an insight check. Uh, no, sorry, a history check. Because if anyone would history. know what these are, it would probably be the Baron. Or I got history or Arcana, the same number. But I will give it just a, just a history check. Uh, twelve. 
Um, again, I th- I'm going to give you advantage on this because of, of who the Baron is. So um, as a wizard, you're aware that s- certain things can happen to wizards. So you, this creature, as you are aware, is a Nothic, and you are aware that they were once dizzard, uh, wizards, not dizzards, were once wizards who dared to unlock magical secrets they couldn't fathom. What, what was the name? A Nothic. Nothic. Yeah. So these, no. these it's were a wizard driven insane by, by, yeah, by learning of, of things, unlocking magical secrets. They just couldn't, they couldn't handle. What a fate. I'll whisper that to uh, whoever's close to me here so that I don't want it, that creature to hear it. I'll just tell them that it's a nothic, once a human, and now driven insane. It's strange. Become and, a strange uh, creature. I'd like to reach out with, uh, as as the Baron says this, and kind of place my hand up and offer to the creature that he's search out my feelings and understand how I am different and how I understand his pain. Um, is there is there something you want to message me? Uh, yes. What yeah. is the best platform? Um, just, <laughs> I reckon just uh, through Discord would be fine. Like if you just message me through Discord. We're keeping secrets I'll from the viewers now as well. I'll just wait here in the crevasse for the help that is definitely coming. Okay. Let's just assume that while this has all been happening, you, you're getting assistance out of this crevasse, yeah? From whom? I think we'll do that. Sig has a rope in his pack, and he'll be lowering it down to Merrikin and lifting you, her up Sig. in kind. Thank you, Sig. Mm. Um, uh, okay, okay, all right, all right. So, John, the you hear again in your in the back of your head that um, uh, just because. You're different doesn't make us the same. Uh, You don't know the hunger. Uh, Come closer and I'll show you the hunger. Perhaps we can help. And he's just, um, he's just quiet in your mind. Tell him that we'll feed him the red brands. Mr. Gill, I do have some very nice Monterey Jack cheese. I can give you it. I think you'll eat it. But I, I fear our time spent with this foul creature is running short. Um, the, Baron, the Baron did mention feeding the red brands uh, to the Nothic, and the Nothic did, did hear this. Uh, and he says, um, feed, uh, feed the, fee- the, the people who feed me? Uh, you'd You'd give me food too. Absolutely. Um, has anyone got any body parts in their pockets? Indeed. Maybe uh, we could get this thing to lead the way. Lead the way to where, Mister Baron? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm assuming it knows its way around here. If we could lead it to us to the to Iano, maybe, and we could feed him red brands along the way. We have just killed a whole bunch. 
Yeah. How about yep. got I'll go back it. to okay. that previous room. Yes. I'll get a red brand, I'll bring it in, feed the creature, and if it turns out to be evil, we'll just kill it. All right. If we get some information from it, did very well, what do you say? Sounds fair. By no, the Jim. way, there was a dead body down there. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> I believe it, it was perhaps the, the woodcutter that was murdered, and he oh. he looked like he'd been devoured. So I believe this creature does truly intend to eat whatever he can. We have indeed solidified the criminality of the Red Brands. I will murder them in most haste next time we see them. Mr. There was Morris. also... Oh, there was also a chest down there, so <laughs> probably should have gotten that while I was down there, shouldn't I? Um, as, but I did. As, as, Is the rope still down there? You could climb back down. <laughs> as you mentioned that, you can hear the, the, the Nothic speaks up. Uh, why is nothing working out? Um, <coughs> ah, my treasure is still! Stay away from me, treasure! At the um, mention of treasure, um, Loris's ears prick up, and um, he's sort of wondering where the treasure chest is. And seeing he's not done a lot today, he's just going to kind of wander down and lower himself down the down the layer, down the the waist, the hole, and go find the treasure chest. Do you truly think that wise? This beast well, seems unpredictable. He's not dangerous. I think he is. Mm-hmm. Indeed, he seems to have rattled my mind some. So I think we're oh, gonna... go get a red brand. Okay. You guys just yeah. don't do anything drastic. I don't think he's anything to mess with too. You know, use some caution. He used to be a wizard. Um, um, the Nozick just sort of slowly sort of makes his way down the crevice and sort of blocks the... the, the uh, sort of stands in front of this, this bridge. So it's a twenty foot drop, eh? It is, yeah. But it's easy to kind of walk down, or yeah, sort of... you could you could make your way down it with a, with hey. a um, I guess like a, I'd give maybe like a athletics check, I guess. All right. Let's let's have some fun. Loris, where are you going? We're in the middle of bargaining with this beast. Mm. No, I agree. Okay, with a twelve. I rolled a twelve. Yeah, you, you don't do it gracefully, but you get down without without sort of damaging yourself. And the, the Nothic is kind of hissing. Um, <laughs> the Nothic is is looking not none too happy about you sort of Loros, I implore you, please stay back. I'm just we leaning can... against the bridge. Well, actually, it's 24, but I'm just kind of leaning and under the bridge looking at the Nothic, looking at this creature, kind of trying to see around him to see what the chest looks like. Yeah, not yeah. approaching from any any further. I'm just kind of in the in the crevice with him. Um, can you give me a um, a deception check, please? Deception. Or the crevice check. The crevice <laughs> check. <laughs> roll for hold. I roll a thirteen. All right, you too start feeling the sort of numb sensation in the back of your head, and it and tunneling sort of into the recesses of your mind. Um, There's quite a lot there, so it's not... and this voice. <laughs> Sort of echoes around in your head with a, oh, you're the, you're the worst. Criminals are the most tasty. Oh, did not he say that out loud? No, it was. <laughs> if you just said that in my mind, I'm not, yeah. not happy about being reminded about that. Mm. 
Sigil pick up the red brand and begin dragging it back to the cavern. Cool. The Nothic, after saying that, um, sort of starts moving a little closer um, to Loris. Drool sort of coming mm. out of its mouth. Seeing him approach and after hearing that comment in my head, of like, I'm going to pull out my axe. You'd do well to be silent, beast. Mm. And in your head you hear, uh, uh, You'd do well to be dead! Mm. Um, how far away is, is Sig? He's pretty decent far away, yep. What I'm going to do... Oh, Sig, where are you? Is, um... I think it's I think it's time to roll for initiative. Okay. Or, I rolled a four point one four. What should I say? Roll for initiative because I forgot to do that animation last time. Um, oh, I got a seventeen. I have rolled a sixteen. Okay. I've rolled 11.13, apparently. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, for anyone who's confused by <laughs> that, we're, we're, we're adding sort of dex modifiers to our rolls to can sort of sort out initiative order properly. Um, the Nothic has rolled high, um, mm. and he's also got a pretty high dex mod, so he is going to be going first here. Um, can you give me a constitution saving throw, please, Loris? Sure. Uh, Constitution, where is it? Oh, there it is there. Right. I rolled a 16. Okay, that is enough. You see the the Nothic sort of lower himself down and his eye sort of starts kind of like concentrating on you and, and, and closing ever so slightly. You can see some intense concentration coming from him. You can feel that kind of um, warm sort of numb in the back of your mind, but it disappears um it disappears before anything really occurs um and with that the the nothic kind of opens its eye again and moves moves back a little um and francis yes that was a natural one on initiative from gills i do believe that was his, his first, <laughs> first, first that actual. was my first net one i'm sorry wow. francis. <laughs> good squatting yeah. um and so that's he's the, been waiting for it for weeks. <laughs> he's loving it. <laughs> Although it's yeah, okay. So we'll move. This is the tenth session, ninth session, ten. This mm. is episode ten. Whoa. Um, ten. Baron, Baron, you're up next. Um, did I see him doing an attack, or all you saw was him sort of squat down a little, close his eye a little, have a, an intense kind of concentration look, and then open his eye and back up. That's all you saw. Okay. Well, I can tell that it's getting tense. <laughs> I'm going to yell down the passageway. Hurry up, Sig. <laughs> Bring the dead body. And I'm going to just casually um, ready an action to <clears throat> cast a spell on him if, um, if he jumps or anything like that. All right. Okay. If he if he specifically jumps, or... oh no! If he tries to attack, if he tries okay, to okay, attack, cool. All right, American, your turn. American calls out to Loris, Loris, you fool! We were on the cusp of negotiation with this beast, and oh, you're hopeless! And so she's 
would like to also um, she would like to ready a dodge, but for her bonus action, uh, she would like to tend to her wounds uh, with healing word. Okay. As she whispers it to herself in Elvish, rubbing her her damaged leg. And I have rolled 1d4 for 3 healing, which is not great. <laughs> not but bad. it's something. Yeah, it's something. That fall was <laughs> extremely harsh. Yeah. So what are you readying a dodge for, just if anything it tries to attack you? Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, Sig, it's over to you. Sig has heard some commotion from the cavern. So you'll continue to drag the body down the hallway. I imagine I can make it up to Byron. You can make it to here, since it's not a direct line. Each square is, is five. Sweet. And and you're dragging a body. So that's, yeah, that's probably as far Piff as... Piff a bit. You still got an action. Yeah, you do still have an action. Um, as, a, as an action, as Sig enters the cavern, I'll just call out, I've got the body. Okay. All right, and with that, we all, we all hold on to our breath as uh, it is Loris's turn. <laughs> Come on, a little bit of faith. <laughs> Loris is not a brute. He's not going to splatter eyeball all over the place. No, That's I believe me, clearly. Um, <laughs> so having been threatened in his blind and and the, the the risk of others knowing of his past that this this mouthy little eyeball is is frustrating myself a little bit so um i'm going to charge said eyeball screaming as loud as i possibly can i'm not raging because i haven't had a rest yet so i actually can't but i'm still going to run him and threaten him in the most imposing way i possibly can and whilst i'm running at him I'm going to turn my axe around, so I'm not going to cleave him, but I'm going to hit him with a pummel over what appears to be his head. So I'm looking to knock him out. I'm not looking to kill him. I'm looking to shut him up. Roll to hit. If this fails, American, it's on you. Wait, wait. Why? Because you, you called me a fool, friend. Oh, look at that. It's a crit. Fuck a yeah. Because you called me a, fa- uh, um, a fool for jumping in the pit. So it's still up for debate. That is still up for debate. Anyway, with a with a crit, with a crit <laughs> success, um, the the edge of your, the the blunt end of your hammer like just slams into the side of the Nothic skull, um, and that that definitely sort of shakes the guy. And we've got seventeen damage, which is which is pretty big. Um, it was only meant to knock him out, not actually do damage. So I guess you'll leave that to. You got to get him down to zero HP to knock him out, my friend. No, fine. Um, that's that's why no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's, that's not me introducing new rules. That's fine. I just wanted it noted that I didn't try and cleave him in two. Yeah, Unless you've got a Vulcan nerve pinch. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Knock um, him right out. He's, I'm he's, close enough to do something like that, but he's rattled and he just lets out this ungodly i can't i couldn't even begin to create the noise that's coming <laughs> that's coming out of the nothic right now um and it is gil's turn seeing loros uh charge the creature and where my allegiances lie i step forward and i say loros uh he hadn't acted in anger yet 
I suggest we try to salvage this situation before anything else happens. And I would like to ready an action um, to cast a spell on him should he attack Loros. Okay, all right. So let me, can I just get a, a count of what's happening should this, the Nothic attack? <laughs> so I believe the Baron had something prepared. Is that right? Or was that yes, for when a... it was attacking Loris or anybody or you? Or what if, it, if it attacks, yeah. Yeah, and it was the same for Gil. American was reading a dodge in case it attacked her. We can still have her mm-hmm. dodge if it attacks anybody, just for comical relief, I guess. <laughs> uh, okay, it's, it is the Nothic's turn. Um, and it again, it, it, it's, it knows, it knows because it's been in your minds, it knows what each of you are thinking. Um, so it knows not to not to attack in any sort of visible manner and it hisses and 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 screams out and hunches back down and stares deep into into loris's eyes oh good we've got a stare off going on can you give me a constitution saving throw please i think it's gonna get romantic (laughs) (laughs) look deeply into my eyes if the, if a the, nine. Oh, this is good. Romantic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Nine. And and random origins is just given inspiration to the Nothic. Oh, oh what? <laughs> random. Which, that's not cool. Which, it was it was too late for this turn, but I have I've definitely got that in the Nothic's back pocket. Um, mm. I'm just gonna make a note. Okay, so with a with a roll of nine, Dave. Um, you failed against what the the Nothic was trying to do inside your mind. The rest of you, you don't see any kind of visible attack. You just see Loris grabbing at his head. Um, and <laughs> he's having a thought. You've, you've <laughs> doesn't happen. Looks painful. Um, and you've just had. 10 necrotic damage. Whoa, that shit stings. Um, Fucking hell. I'm trying to decide, like, what, like, you'd be, you know, I think, I think because he isn't physically attacking, you didn't have a cue to get your moves in, right? But now that you see Loris in pain, I think you can, I think you guys, uh, it's only fair that you guys take your turn now. So we'll start with the Baron. You see Loris gripping his head. Is Loris making any sort of noise? Um, I believe something going on in my head is going to be quite painful. So yeah, Loris is probably going to drop to his drop to one knee and gripping his head. Rah! All right. So it's unexpected. All right. I was imagining he sounded like a boiling kettle. Steam shooting out. Really difficult because. You know, he's. I know that he's attacking, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. you. Well, you just know Loris is in pain. You've. You've. You know that the the this Nothic has been in your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's obviously doing something in Loris. He's having a migraine. Well, maybe, maybe Loris just can't handle what the Nothic is telling him. You don't know. I that. saw. I saw that. You know, this was all going one way, and Loris has just smacked it over the head sort of unprompted. I'm going to try and salvage the situation. I'm going to reach back to Sig and try and grab a body part from you. And I'm going to try and just loft it over towards the um, creature and say, 
we're on the same side, just like Gil says. Uh, Loris is uh, Loris is just hasty. <laughs> Please forgive him. Um, what I might do is just get a strength check, just so we can see. Oh, okay. Well, I'm far, really good at that. Just to see um, how far this gets thrown. I got a 15, so a 16 nice. minus 1. Okay, cool. So you managed to turf the body part sort of behind Loris. What have, what have you thrown? Like an arm? Have you... Well, what did you pass me, Sig? <laughs> <laughs> well, you just reached back to grab a body part, did you not? Yeah, not a knob or something. Six body parts, or was it actually... A bit of a, a reach back, you know? It's not, not quite a reach around, but... The old reach round. <laughs> the old reach back. Are you sure that was even the red brand you grabbed? Exactly. Yeah. Ugly as sack does not land. Kind of, kind of behind him, putting his arm back. Give me something sick. Oh, no. Just unzips and places it gently into Baron's hand. Thank you very much, Sig. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, toss this. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Nice. Um, please don't do that. Sig does I'd rather just... Just I'm sorry. Be more careful with your words. So what, what, what I was clearly that? said it was an arm. <laughs> oh, an arm. <laughs> sorry, I did miss that. I didn't hear that. An arm. Good. Okay, so you've you've launched an arm behind Loris. Um, so Gil, what's your um, reaction to this? Uh, I think seeing my friend. Uh, having his brain invaded, kind of call out to the creature and I say, stop what you're doing or else I'll have to test your depth perception. <laughs> and I'm like, him. Um, are you using vicious mockery or... No, okay. All right. Um... Kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, we, and we're actually we're back to Baron. Back to me, because that was How your reaction. That was your reaction to the. Um, oh, to okay. The yeah. Okay. Um, well, I might just uh, grab a full torso off you there. Yeah. And I'll walk <laughs> it down and drop it okay. down in front, in between the two. I'm just trying to find an option key. Yeah. And roll it down in between the two of them. And I'm just going to say, step back, Loris, please. Mm. Cool. I'm not particularly listening to anything. I've got this thing in my brain. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay, Murican, over to you. I shall move forward up behind Gil, but I don't know exactly how the situation's going to play out. I sense badly, so I take out my bow and ready in action. Okay, what are you what are you waiting for? I'm waiting to see if the car the creature will attack. Okay. okay. Uh, Sig. Sig grabs a pair of legs and drags them along <laughs> with him as he runs up behind him. Guys, what's what's going on? Update me. So what you can see as you get to the side <clears> of the <throat> crevasse, you see Loris um, sort of face-to-face -face with the Nothic, but he's down on one knee. You see a torso between them, and Loris <laughs> kind of just grabbing his head uh, and, and screaming or yelling in pain. With my reaction, I will see if the other members of the party can give me any more updates. 
I'd like to yell out to Sig, Loris has done exactly what you think he might have done. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Um, Sig wonders if he can use a bonus action or something to keep doing stuff or not. (laughs) Depends what you want to do. What do you want to do? (laughs) Okay, Sig is contemplating scooting down the side of the crevasse, putting his hand on the back of Loris and dragging him backwards away from the beast. You've already you've already moved your maximum. Um, you could you could dash to get down there, but then uh, yeah, that you wouldn't have an action to to grab or sort of anything. Sig like thinks it's going to be a great idea in maybe about six seconds time. <laughs> Perfect. And we're we're back to you, Loris, with your head okay. starting to ease off. Awesome. So as the the pain clears, kind of sort of, it's a bit of a bad headache now, and he's just kind of really fucked Loris off because he's playing with his mind and really, really agitated me now. Um, I'm going to – so in the process of grabbing my head, you know, I've dropped my axe and I'm just going to leave it on the ground. I'm going to rise to my – as I rise from my knee, I'm going to reach up and grab what appears to be this guy, this thing's neck and I'm going to lift it and hold him there and I'm going to say to him, get out of my head or I snap your neck. I'm just going to hold him there. All right, roll for roll strength. <sighs> <laughs> this is really good. I do this thing. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's about the best strength I roll I've had for a while. Yeah, you pretty much had to roll an eighteen on that one. So you managed to sort of find a hold around its uh, sort of head neck area, and you lift it up off the ground. Um, and and uh, what did you? you Told it to... I say, get out of my head or I'll snap your neck. Okay, cool. All right. And I'm just going to hold him there. Okay. Because I can. Gil, we're back with you. I'd like to slide down the crevasse. Uh, <laughs> seated, but feet forward. Three people went somewhere with that. <laughs> <laughs> Crevasse. It was just the pause after it. It was sliding down the crevasse that was probably the... of some sort, or is that fine? What was that, sorry? Do I need to make a check of some sort? Uh, yeah, you can just give me give me an athletics check. Uh, can I use acrobatics? Go on, then. I rolled a 24. That's a net. That's a net. Whoa. Do you want to do you want to describe how beautifully you make your it's way two in this, a row that you slide into this crevasse? I think you see Gil uh, kick one of his legs out and land just ever so softly on his hip, as he seems to glide not along the dirt but above it. Nice. And slide down into the crevasse, <laughs> seemingly untouched by uh, what is going on beneath. His pants get cleaner. Pants get cleaner as he slides down the crevasse. Um, Elegant. Like Teflon. (laughs) Down the crevasse. Francis is calling this the blessed episode. Oh, brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so have you, you, you've made your way off to the side of Loris. Yes, I've moved up to the side of Loris. And I'm, Simultaneously trying to convince Loros, but also the uh, the creature that you said criminals taste the best. I assure you, 
this man is no longer a criminal. The body parts before you, those certainly belong to a criminal. Um, give me a persuasion check on that one. Um, I'm not sure if you're just not being persuasive enough or if he's just not listening to you with what's going on. um, Oh, he's been choked, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Seems Um, fair. Yeah. And it is indeed the Nothic's turn. And inside Loris's head. So you wanted him to get out of your head or you'll break his neck. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. He's like, he, he leaves you some parting words. He's like, Oh, I'll get out of your head and into your chest. (laughs) And he makes an attack with his claws. Now, you guys see this. So who, I think the Baron had something prepared for if he was to, or was it Mirican? No, Mirican. I I had had, my bow at the ready, yes. Now, he does have probably half cover at the moment because Loris is covering half of his body. Mm. So Sorry, I'm big like that. But do give us a, a roll to hit. <clears throat> yes, I will do so. Please. Oh, I've rolled a 16. A 16 is a miss. Uh, the arrow zips I'm... past. Oh. oh. Nice, nice. Hey, yeah. Get some beats going. <laughs> anyway. Was that the arrow zipping past? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm an arrow. And I think, did the Baron have something? Oh, no, he, he spent his turn. Yeah, that was last time. Yeah. I think this time I just had just thrown down the body. Well, the Nothic is cashing in uh, that in, um, point of inspiration from... Damn you, Random Origins. From random origins. Um, you give us and then you take away. He, he, looks down, <laughs> he looks down at Loris after talking about getting into his chest. Um, and it's white. <laughs> and good rolls. laugh. <laughs> uh, he rolls a crit success. That's fine. Whoa! I'm going to throw my stones endurance at whatever he does. Okay, so he slashes across. <laughs> he slashes across Loris, doing doing nine damage. So are you? So are you using Loris your... is going to laugh. Yeah, I'll use Stone's Endurance on that one and I'll laugh it off. All right, well, give us, give us your roll. I roll my 1d12. I oh. really like that. Oh, you know, that was right. Sorry. I really like my little Stone's Endurance. It's fine. It's a six. All right, so you take three damage. I'll take three. Right? He, then, yeah. he then cuts across you with his other claw. Bring it. Uh, he rolls a 17. That's a hit. Doing nine slashing damage. Oh, that's not nice. That was that was enough to knock me down. To the form of knock you down as in... As in, as in Kikeo's me. And the Nothic kind of, as you, as you fall, he catches himself on the ground um, and, and sort of snarls at your dead body. Getting Dicey is an independent podcast, so your support means the earth to us. Check out our Twitter, at Getting Dicey, for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the homemade costumes, overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. 
Uh, we also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.